This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. This is Anthony Martinez, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. The Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, Anthony, thanks uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, I was thanks on, for I, having me. Yeah, I was on yours and uh, where we talked about uh, par- paranormal activities. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it is it considered a horror podcast or what do you what do you consider? Yeah, that? I guess like a horror movie review podcast. Okay, um, right. I guess that's the best way to best way to describe it yeah yeah so i got to be on your podcast which is really fun um my podcaster i don't do homework so i had to do some homework <laughs> on that one but it's fun because i had to i got to watch a movie so that's always fun. yeah 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 that's that's the only thing i don't like about it is i have to actually put in some effort before the podcast i have to like go through the whole plot and everything make sure i got all the talking points i want yeah yeah and you know we'll talk all about that but yeah. Before we uh, get into everything, uh, the question I always ask everyone is, "What's something you're, uh, something you've been nerding out about? Something you're really into? A hobby? If it's a hobby you've been doing for forever, if it's a hobby you just started, what's something that's got your uh, attention now?" And, and like I tell, say everybody, it can't be your job. Uh, yeah. Something that gets you away from that. Yeah. So, uh, proud. The podcast is one of the things right now, um, and then also uh, like Dungeons and Dragons. I've been. Oh, okay playing that well it's called dungeon world which is pretty much like a very condensed version of dungeons and dragons where there's not as many rules and like character sheets are a lot easier to to maintain and everything but that's that's one of the things that i've been really into lately so um i've i'm fascinated (laughs) with dungeons and dragons like i would it seems like something i would really enjoy um I just, it also seems like something you really have to devote a lot of time to. Uh, it's like, yes and no. Okay. Um, it, it's very fun. I, I enjoy it. I wish I got into it when I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. So now, like now trying to set up a session with like the five other people I play with is like yeah. setting up spreadsheets. Like what days are you off <laughs> this next month? <laughs> that it's like, all right, everybody, this works this day so that we can set it up. But like in high school it would have been like hey i'm coming over this friday and almost every friday after that (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point i mean it's i mean scheduling well you know scheduling podcasts Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. it's hard to do because not only are you trying to match up your schedules but life stuff happens and you have a kid kid so it's yeah yeah it's it's tough it's i mean you know well i just we were supposed to do this yesterday and i texted you like hey (laughs) i I can't do it today you know we got to move it around and luckily you know thanks for thanks for being flexible on that um Uh, yeah so so what what is it about um well yours is called what was it called dungeon dungeon war dungeon world dungeon world what is it about dungeon world or that genre in general that that draws you to that what do you like about it uh it's like you could just kind of do whatever 
Mm-hmm. Like there's like barely, there's like no restriction. Basically once you kind of set up the world and everything, you can pretty much do anything you want. And it's just, it's cool to be able to just like create a world because I'm the mm-hmm. dungeon master. Okay. So I have the, I like set up the play for everybody and then it's really fun to set like put in all this effort and like setting up a story and then seeing where these people take it because a lot of the times they won't they'll do other things besides what you want them to do yeah so that you have to like think on the fly and everything but it's very very fun because it's so open Mm -hmm. and it's not only like there's no limitation so i can think of like a hundred things to do in this one particular thing. And then I have uh, six other people who are also thinking of all these other things they could do in this situation. So it's, it's fun to be able to bounce off ideas off of each other and like play out these scenarios and ways you probably wouldn't have thought of in the first place. I guess that's why the, the open world concept of video games is so like popular. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some people like, yes, uh, give me the video games. I go from left to right. I do these things. <laughs> I, I get points or kill kill bad guys. I like those. But, I mean, they're becoming a lot of popular because people, like you said, they like to make their own decisions. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to do I want to do this thing, but I want to do this other thing first, and I have the ability to do all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, a lot of the fun things about open world and, like, Dungeons and Dragons and stuff is, like, you can choose like in a lot of these open world games you could pick like 18 different weapons to use yeah in a lot of some games are just like here's your one weapon and you could sometimes get it upgraded but it's going to do the same thing this whole game <laughs> yeah and and uh, sometimes you don't get a weapon you just get to jump on people and squish yeah. them <laughs> yeah sometimes you can shoot fireballs and stuff but <laughs> yeah yeah uh why is it you got into it now as opposed to when you were a kid what what made it uh, appealing now podcast really like oh, okay before i knew of it but i never thought to play it like it it sounded like too much for me and okay. i just it's like and also when you're like a teenager you're like oh that's that's like the nerd stuff like that's that's like you want to avoid yeah, like true. doing something that might like make you appear to be worse than you are <laughs> So it was a lot of like, I just didn't know about it. And then I started listening to different podcasts, Mm. uh, like uh, the adventure zone was the one that really got me into it. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever listened to my brother, my brother and me. No, I've heard of that, but I have not listened to it. So yeah, they did uh, like for their podcast, they had like something like a Patreon kind of thing. One of their bonus episodes they did, they just did like a D and D session with their dad. Oh, and then they're like, actually, let's just make this its own podcast. And so then that ha- so I, I listened to the the sh- regular show first and then when they came out the adventure zone I started listening to that and I'm like man this seems like extremely fun to do and mm-hmm. so then that's kind of what got me into playing it is just different podcasts well that's that podcasts are awesome for that not just like hey this this cool thing is out there this cool game but uh, even the, a genre of podcasts I love listening to audio dramas those are my favorite and i talked about on this on the last episode audio dramas are my favorite and i want to write one at some point um yeah but but just i didn't know that existed until you know i listened to it i'm like oh this is awesome like wait this is just old-timey radio just now yeah you know (laughs) so yeah yeah so it's existed for a long time just it's just better because technology is better but i always tell people when they're looking to get into podcasts 
Uh, now, not so much because mostly everyone knows what a podcast is. But before, I would show them the the podcatcher that I got and say, all you do is download this thing, go to the search bar, type in anything. What interests you? Do flowers interest you? Type in flowers. There's a thousand <laughs> podcasts about it. Find one that, yeah. one that you like, you know, and that's the cool thing. Like you can just, you can just pile on what you already love about X topic. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's insane how many different podcasts there are about every, every single topic. Yeah. Uh, have you listened to We're Alive or the, Yeah, We're yes, Alive? Yes, that's my favorite. That, so that was my favorite, and it's coming back, man. I know. They, there's like I think they put out one episode so or like two episodes, but it's like like a part one and part two. But yeah, that that one I listened to. Just, I randomly found it, and then yeah. I was like, man, I I finished it, and then nothing since then. But they just came out with a new part, and I was like, this is this is great. But Dude. that's one of my my favorite ones that I've listened to so far. Oh, I. Like I said, that's my that is my favorite all time audio drama. It's so well done, and you and I don't know if it's just because it's audio or because I don't do this with television shows. Usually, if a television show the the season's over, I'm like, man, when is that coming back? When is it coming back? With podcasts, I listen to so many, the season can be over, and then three years later, I'm like, oh yeah, this existed and it's <laughs> awesome. You know, it, it's yeah. it's so well done. The audio is so good. And I can mm. see why they take so much time off because it's, it's because they need to, it's, that's yeah. how, that's how good it is. So if anybody's out there and you want to, you love audio dramas, we're alive. I think it has like, what, four or five seasons, maybe some more, but it is, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty it's long. A, yeah. It's, it's really good though. It's and man, you yeah. without, even without seeing it, that's, that's how I know it's good. Cause I can picture people in my head. Um, mm-hmm. you, when someone talks, like I know exactly who, what this person looks like. And, and as much as I sometimes don't like when things get turned into TV shows, this would be such an awesome TV show or movie, you know? Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. I think it would be cool if they just did like an animated series for it. Yeah. It's like, they already have the voice. Like they mm-hmm. don't have to like do another voice. They could just make a, like a cartoon or whatever of this, but yeah, that's, that, that one's really good. And like, how descriptive they are and mm-hmm. just like yeah like you said i can i pictured like every single little scene yes. in my head because of how good it was yeah uh, another one i like is is they've done a couple where it's like a four episode story arc but it's the truth where every every i think it's every other week but it's just a, a one-off story you know and but it's all it's all audio drama it's all made up but that's a good mm-hmm. one too because some some of them are are freaky some of them are scary some you know some of them are just funny and weird you know but it's always different different things every week which i like that the variety of it yeah and that, i haven't i haven't heard that one and i really didn't get into a lot of them i usually only find them if like a podcast i was listening to was like hey mm-hmm. this is this is one yeah. um I, the another one I listened to was Bubble. Oh, I never heard is, that one. That one it's kind of like uh it's kind of like futuristic and it's like in a world where like these people are actually living in a bubble. It's more like um more of like a funny podcast than okay. anything, but it, it's just pretty funny. There's like a you know how there's like like Uber Eats and stuff. Yeah. But it's it's a it's an app for like these monsters that are coming in. Like these monsters will come in. And you use these apps to get like a hunter there to take out the monster. Mm. And it's just, it's just like a, like after they, people will come out there and they'll like rescue somebody and they're like, make sure you leave five stars and just 
just <laughs> it's just goofy but yeah. that one's pretty good that that's a another one i really like it's called mission to zix yeah um, that's a that's a same thing it's like a funny thing and, and some of my favorite parts on those is at the end of the the credits they do a, a outtake scene when they're going through stuff and, and the voices haven't been changed yet so you can hear the person <laughs> who's supposed to sound like a little creature or something just sound regular but they're talking through it that's, that, that that one's actually i think this is the last season of that one they said but it's that's a good one too that we can go on and on i just i love i listen to podcasts all the time yeah me too uh it's it's so mm-hmm. fun um so so speaking of podcasts you like we said at the beginning you have your own paranormal activities um how many episodes are out now like you got like six i just posted posted the sixth one yeah okay yeah yeah um that's a good podcast especially if you like horror movies um and i like that you don't just say hey come on the podcast we're going to talk about this movie you say you want to come on the podcast pick a movie and that's what we'll talk about yeah because i i never really liked scary movies I've always liked or like horror movies. Mm-hmm. I always liked the stories, but like just the anxiety that I get when I'm watching, just waiting for like different pop-ups and stuff is very, yeah. I'm not a fan of that, but I always liked the story. Like how did they, like, what did they use to come up with this? So that's the main reason I wanted to do it. Cause I wanted to force myself to watch more scary movies. Okay. And I also have the guest pick because like, I want to know what they enjoy yeah also also go ahead go ahead i said it it makes them more invested in it too you know Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and because if it was me picking the movies i would probably pick like the most mainstream movies and then like with other people picking it they kind of give me stuff that i like never even heard of like you you did train to busan i never even knew that existed really yeah that's uh yeah, it's it's a cool concept. It's um, I like basically if you uh, if you want if you don't know the movie and, and you don't like watching horror movies, you can listen to this podcast because I, I wasn't sure what to expect. And it was awesome because you you just go through the whole movie and we talk about mm-hmm. certain parts and interject. I interject or you interject when we have to. And uh, even though I ruined the end with the quiz, <laughs> uh, that's, um, it, it was really cool. And then the, the I guess the end part isn't just like all right that's the movie you know there's a couple couple things at the end of of the episode where it's uh it gets i mean listeners and more involved as opposed to just listening they can answer questions to themselves you know yeah 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 well i kind of mess it up for myself sometimes a couple (laughs) of the episodes i've recorded i've like given away one of the things before we even got to that part (laughs) because i mean after as i'm like filling out the questions and stuff i'm doing research into it so they're like oh this is a fun like fun little anecdote of this and then as i'm going through the story with them i'll like say one of the answers on accident because of the- <laughs> i just wanted to get this information out it's yeah just- <laughs> yeah that's that's very fun but not doing doing the work is not very fun <laughs> uh how long did you have this idea before you wanted to- before you started doing it because i know with for me, I've wanted to do a podcast for a long time. I actually did one for a few episodes with my wife of several years ago, maybe six or seven years ago, and then you know ended it after six or seven episodes. And um, but I would imagine like, hey, I want to do this thing, and then you just every month you're like, I want to do this thing, and then just 
that's how I imagine yeah. people who want to do podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been kind of like a year in the making. Okay. Like I, I thought of the I, the name of it as just a joke. Like a, a lot of the times, I think of like puns. Like that's like my big thing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I thought of paranormal slacktivities as like a just a stupid joke, where it's like mm-hmm. a podcast where instead of doing my chores, I will uh, watch scary movies instead. <laughs> so I said that as a joke. And then I was talking to a friend about it and we were like going to set it up and it was going to be us two and somebody and, and then guest. But then, you know, just being an adult, you can't always work out the schedules. So then yep. after a while, I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. I just going to do it on my own instead of waiting for us to be able to do it together. So that's what I was going to ask too, if there was a point where there was going to be uh, another host with you because I know that's the only reason this started is because there was another friend of mine that wanted to do it with me and it made it mm-hmm. a lot easier um because it was on both of us to say hey let's let's we have to prepare otherwise it's not going to be good um and doing it by yourself is a little more nerve-wracking I know it was when I kind of just said okay well I'm just going to start talking to people it it takes it takes a while to to figure out how you interview people or, or just having conversations, finding out, finding a rhythm. It's, it's all new people. And, and yeah. it's a, it can be scary because you don't have that other person to lean on that also loves this as much as you do. Yeah. And that's like, I, I'm kind of like on the fence about it. Like I, I do want a, another co-host, but then it's a, it's another person I have to schedule with. And then like, like it, since it's just me and you today, we were able to like reschedule really quickly. Yeah. Just you don't have to like, okay, we can't do it today, but we're all going to be available in three weeks from now. <laughs> just <laughs> so it, being, being alone, it, it's a little better on that front. Mm-hmm. And, but I have noticed sometimes in some of the episodes where I'm like, I'll say something to like, try to get the, the guest to talk about it. And then they like, will just, give like a one word answer then yeah. there's just like some silence there like a, another person would have been good to have but i'm also very like i want the podcast to be a certain way and sometimes when you have <laughs> other people who are yeah. it's also their thing as well you can't just say no your your opinion doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> no i i totally understand that that's that the one thing that this podcast has helped me is is how to interview people, how to uh, not only how to ask questions, but how to listen. And I was just talking to somebody today, like uh, I'm good at listening and also trying to think of a question. Um, also, I'm pretty good at BSing my way if I don't <laughs> know a question. So it, let's say we're taught me and you are talking, you answer the question that I asked you and I don't have another one prepared. I'm pretty good at just basically uh, either restating something that was already said and then asking a new question at the end, but just feeling that silence and it's, yeah. it's it's hard to do and especially when you have a guest and i've i've interviewed high school kids where they're not good at at conversing and it's like just like you said one word answers or they're turning away from the mic and you can't hear them very well or, <laughs> you know so it's it's a it's a challenge but it's good you know it's you you learn from it and then you, you try to mm-hmm. figure more out plus i think part of it too and and, and we'll get into this i think being that we both did stand-up comedy kind of helps. I know it helps me kind of um, be okay with silences because that's another thing too. People aren't okay. And when you're on stage and you tell a joke and people laugh, 
um it took me a while to figure out like hey let them finish their laugh it can be silent yeah. <laughs> for about two or three seconds and then go on you know so i think part yeah. of that plays into this too yeah and uh, the the issue i have is like I, even though i did stand up i'm very like socially awkward yeah. <laughs> uh, and like i have like when i when i write off write down like the uh kind of the outline of the podcast because uh, I have to write a lot of it out because I am going through the whole plot. So mm-hmm. I don't make sure I don't miss things. So then I know what my next sentence is going to be. So then when my guest will like say something and then instead of me like really paying attention to it, I'm like so focused on what I'm going to say next yeah. that like I just don't interact with what they just said. And I'm like, oh, I should have like as I'm listening to the episode while I'm editing it. I'm like, I should have talked <laughs> like yeah. that's something I should have talked about, or I shouldn't have just said like, yeah. And then just went on with my thing. That's something I learned by listening to other people too. Bill Simmons. He's a sports writer. He has a Bill Simmons uh, podcast. And he said, and I did it a few times where I have questions. Um, but, but you're right. If you have questions, you're just waiting to get to the other, the next question. Um, mm. And then he also stopped stopped writing things down when he would interview people like if uh sometimes this person goes on a long answer and there's other things you want to get to and he would start writing down but then he like you said he wouldn't listen um so i i don't write anything anymore i don't i don't have questions prepared i just go with the flow mm-hmm. sometimes afterward the same thing like oh this would have been a good question to ask or the person's talking and I think, okay, I'm going to ask this next. And then they keep talking and I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> um, but then I end up with another question, but, but it's, it's more of a, more of a conversation that way, as opposed to me just interviewing someone. And that's what I'm trying to get this podcast to let, Let's just, let's just have a conversation, you know, let's just yeah. talk, you know, and, and it's, it's very difficult. Uh, but your, your podcast, it's very difficult to do that because you have to have stuff written down. You have to have this information because that's the point of the podcast is to give movie information mm-hmm. along with having a conversation. So I think as you do more, you'll, you'll be able to, um, to not just be like acknowledge they said something and then go on. You'll be able to do more. And now it's going to make your podcast longer because you're still going to want to yeah. hit all your points. Um, but, but it's going to make it better. And, I, and it's just practice with like anything else. Yeah. I've already noticed that I am like, like when I listened to the first episode I recorded compared to the last one I recorded. Yeah. Like I could tell like, okay, I'm getting better. I have like a better understanding of how I want to run the thing. And it's a little less, sounds a little less scripted and everything. So I am ready. I like, I'm excited for like five, six months down the line where what it's going to be. And and I know I got in a thing at the beginning, like, man, I want more people to listen. Why aren't people listening? And, And I had to keep telling, I told my friend, Cause we were both kind of like that when it was me and him doing this podcast. And I was like, Hey man, uh, I feel that way all the time. Uh, <laughs> but if we just keep doing it because we love to do it and that, and we just tell ourselves that because we, it's fun and we like talking to each other and doing this podcast, then if no one listens, we're still having fun and having a good time. Yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately you would like, I would like to, you know, I would love if this turned into a job, but ultimately it's a hobby and I still have fun. And, you know, I, I get to talk to friends I've made, you know, I, 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 you know, there's no way we would have been friends any other way besides through comedy. You know, I, I don't think I ever would have met you and, and to do things like this and, and just continue talking to people, meeting people and, and it's enjoyable and hopefully uh, eventually 
it'll be enjoyable to a lot more people. But yeah. you know, for now, it's <laughs> I I I I love when someone texts me, say, "Hey, that was a good episode," or "I like that person." Or if I miss a day, hey, you, what happened? Why isn't out? Yeah. Always. So it, it, you know, people are engaged and 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 it's fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's my. That's another issue I'm having right now is just like watching the numbers, which <laughs> or the like, number. Yeah, the number. <laughs> like the first two episodes that came out, I think, kind of with a lot of things, like somebody, everybody wants to check it out. So then, like those two were like bigger episodes, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. If we continue this like i'll be pretty happy with this number and then like the third one comes out and like that number drops and then like the next one comes out and it drops again i'm like where'd everybody go what happened <laughs> but i what just gotta just keep going just yeah keep yeah it. and like you said you're having fun doing it but it's when you're not having fun and you're not getting listeners you're like okay why am i doing this then or or what do <laughs> yeah. i need to change you know something something here um the, the good thing I like about your podcast too is, is as far as being a podcast producer is it's not timely. So, so you, you can decide like, Hey, this weekend, uh, my wife and kids are out of town. Um, I wonder if I can record six episodes and then just, yeah. you know, that's what I like about it. Um, with me, I try to get it out, uh, every Monday and Thursday and sometimes I record, I, some, I've had only twice where I put like, I recorded for future dates. Um, but a lot of times we talk about timely things and, you know, mm -hmm. I can't record something and then six weeks later, put it out. It's tough, you know, yeah. um, but, but, you know, and I, I don't know if you have that ability too, but I always think about that. Like, man, if I had a, a, this certain kind of podcast, I could try to bang a bunch out on one day. Yeah. That's how I was at the beginning. Cause I really just, I wanted like a month's worth extra so then if i because i know i won't be able to always record like one episode a week yeah which is kind of like my goal is to at least get one episode recorded a week but i mean having a, a wife and two kids and a full-time yeah. job it's like it's not always gonna happen so i i did like five or six i think i recorded five episodes in like two weeks okay so then now i can kind of just like do once a week once every other week and still still be ahead of time without yeah. uh, worrying about really missing a week. As long as I actually put in the effort to edit the podcast and everything. Sure. Sure. Uh, what, what site do you use to host your podcast or how do you get your podcast out there? Uh, Anchor. Anchor. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure. Cause people use all kinds of different stuff and um, I use Podbean. that's what uh, Nate Armbruster first used when he did his podcast. And um, mm -hmm. cause I was just, I'm unfamiliar with how any other pod pod, host website their numbers are i'm always i just know podbean so i was just curious how, how have you found using anchor uh, i like it uh it immediately posts to um it's like it automatically goes to spotify because it's like yeah. partnered with spotify yeah and then all i really had to do was like set up a couple different other websites but i just nice. had to like send it my the, the rss feed and kind of did it all on its own but it, it kind of keeps all of the information all in one spot so i don't mm -hmm. have to like check four or five different sites or anything like yeah. that. yeah yeah but it's do, pretty do you uh yeah i think so. i mean podbean is like that too so that, that's why i like it like it's it's a simple thing and you post there and it posts everywhere else some some are later than others but it but it's good are are you do you enjoy editing uh yes and no yeah. um i like being able to like 
because a lot of the time, she, sometimes I'll say like, um, all the time. So I like being able to say, like, okay, let me just cut this out and make me sound a little better than, <laughs> than I am. Yeah. Uh, but then sometimes it's like, all right, I have to listen to this hour long episode. So I, sometimes I just don't want to do it because I'd yeah. rather be doing something else, but it's, <laughs> well, it's not too yeah. bad. I made it easy for myself. I don't, uh, I don't edit anything. I put, I put music <laughs> and, and an ad in front and music in my, my closing remarks in the back and the, don't even worry about the, all the other stuff. Cause I, I got pretty good at not saying ands and ums and likes and all that stuff. And if, and if the other person does whatever, you know, I, I did one episode of with when it was real early on, it was me and my friend where I took out all those and it took forever <laughs> and i'm like you know, i'm not doing this this is i got other t- things to do but uh i enjoy doing it and i enjoy like finding new things like last episode the guy i interviewed todd stanton had uh he had pictures of things that he talked about and during the episode he's like and here's a picture of this thing and so i i did something new where i never like put in pictures during in the video so it was just a new a new way to edit that i've never done before so i like doing all that stuff and it's mm-hmm. fun and, and it's something i think if i get more time like i would like to to be to make it better um but for now it is what it is and it's still yeah. i mean it, it's still pretty cool but um sometimes i got pretty efficient with it too like i can do the audio in about five minutes and i can do the video in about 10 so it, it's pretty quick because i don't do any of that other stuff yeah um, which makes podcasting more fun because you, you don't you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to sit through my own po- I, i've never listened to one of my episodes and i don't want to sit through it and edit it out either <laughs> i like i don't know what it is but i i've listened not only do i edit it and then once it comes out i listen to it again yeah just because uh i think two or for three the download times... <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the download uh, but it's mostly because like the there's like two or three episodes so far that i posted where like the one i didn't edit the background music so it was just way too loud and then another one, I just completely put out the unedited version of it. I remember so, that one. You made a, I think you made a post on Facebook about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so dumb. So <laughs> I listened to it. So at least I could catch those things and right, get that yeah. fixed before anybody else tells me about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So so you have kids, you, you're married, uh, you're podcasting now and a full-time job. Uh, it sounds just like me. And there's a reason I quit <laughs> comedy is because there was just no time. Is that kind of yeah. what happened to you too? Uh, well, yeah, it was mostly cause I was going to school at the time. Yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. So while I'm going to school and I was going to school like at night so mm-hmm. I could like watch the kids or I had, I had a job at the time. So I was going to school and had a job and had two kids. So it was like, all right, I can't really do comedy. Or if I did, it was like once every month. Yeah. And it felt like doing comedy for the first time. Every time I went on stage, it was just, <laughs> it was like torture half the time. So I was like, yeah, as much as I enjoy it, I know I'm not going to do anything with it. Like I'm yeah. not going to pursue it. And it just kind of got, it wasn't as fun as it was at the beginning when I was like doing it all the time. So that, it, I mean, same with me like I loved it it was so much fun it was just this this thing that I love to do and I mean I love to do it so much I'd go to the show you ran at suck it hookah um and I'd get home at I don't know 11 30 and have to wake up at five to go to work you know all those late nights it, it was fun though and it was fun mm-hmm. at being 
when I started being the new person in the scene, you know, and, but, but it was such a cool thing because whenever I went to open mic, I mean, that's, I think you told me, you're like, Hey, I got an open mic. If you guys want, if you want to come, you know, you can come on my open mic, my open mic, you know, and, and it was yeah. it's so welcoming, you know, and I didn't know what to expect. Um, I didn't think it was going to be like, Hey, get the hell out of here. But you know, <laughs> it was so welcoming and, and that made it even more fun. Like I want to be a part of this and, and be on the show and create shows for other people. And it, it was a, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was one of my favorite things, not only because it was like my thing, but it just, I always felt like even if we didn't have a huge crowd, most of the people there were really into it. And yeah. all of the comics that came were always super chill and usually would listen as well sometimes you go to a show and like all the comics are just like in another area just not even paying attention to the show and so the crowd's not always great but yeah i pretty much always enjoyed the the second who good nights that's what the the cigar bar i don't know if you ever went there in waterville uh that was a, a, a fun show but the comics were in a, another room Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was whoever was there was there and a lot of those open mics you depend on the comics <laughs> to be yeah. in, the, in the crowd too you know they're exactly. half or 75 percent of the crowd so um mm-hmm. but it was cool and it was a bummer when you stopped um i always felt like uh <laughs> we always had something in common because we're both hispanic but we never made a point to be like hey this is what we have in common you know like yeah like two little <laughs> idiots you know but those are the jokes that you had that really resonated with me like like I get it, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's something it's, I like it because it's something not a lot of people understood. You know, I don't think there was around Toledo there. Uh, not that I, I can't remember any more Hispanic comedians that were out in, in our, in our, uh, around the area. So it was a cool, like not a niche thing, but it was cool to like see someone else who also understands what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 I don't think there was that, that many either, mm. but yeah, it, it was cool, man. And, and actually, obviously I'm glad, I was part of that and met you and met a bunch of other people and to see all these other people. Like I went to Mike Zars, um, album recording he had in oh, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife went and that was cool. Um, Keith, when he had his and, and, and mommy, you know, seeing these cool things happen. And unfortunately there's just, it never seems to stick. Nothing seems to stick all these cool shows or pandemics knocked them out. You know, the rooftop, yeah. the rooftop, that Keith ran was awesome. He did the show yeah. at the Clada that I was a part of one time where I got my first paying paid gig, you know, all that stuff is, it's such, it's like cool to say I did it, you know, that was at, uh, at the mall, right? The, the Clada. Yes. Yeah. It- the, the restaurant doesn't exist anymore, but yeah, it was. There. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, the host, uh, so there, they did like, um, were, were you talking about the, uh, like the contest they would do there? No, oh, this it was a this was a show show like just it was a regular a, show. Yeah, it was a host feature uh, and then headliner. Yeah, they they did um, a couple like contests there, and the person who hosted it she wasn't really a comic. And I like I did like the most douchebag thing I ever did <laughs> because I was the first comic up, and the host didn't like warm up the crowd or anything so like there's absolutely no way that i win because now i have to warm up the crowd and i was like just upset afterwards and i I felt horrible afterwards but like after the show i was like yeah maybe you should have an actual comic host show yeah and she wasn't very happy about that but i was that's a good point though yeah yeah (laughs) 
I, I was very upset because I had to like, I did well, but like the first couple of minutes was like the crowd wasn't ready for comedy yet. Yeah. And I, I felt I was a little butthurt about it. <laughs> do you have, um, do you have a joke now that you think about you used to do that was one of your favorite jokes? Um, I think my Titanic joke is the one that was like, I wrote that one very early on and Uh like I felt like out of all the jokes that I wrote that one like stood up the longest okay like I'm sure you had jokes when you first started that like you would never tell because it wasn't it wasn't good or it wasn't really even a joke you just thought it was a joke when you were (laughs) writing it initially so that one was like the one that I was like okay I wrote this pretty early on and I feel good about it every time I tell it even like I think I was like eight years in when I stopped. Yeah. But it just always felt good. That was you did it for eight years? Day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about eight years. Wow. That's uh did you did you besides the hookah show, did you run did you have any other shows that you ran? I don't know. No, know. that that was the only one that I ran. Um yeah, it, it was originally at a different place. I don't know if you were ever at the original second hookah place. It was no. on Door Street by no. the by ut okay yeah so it started off there and i didn't host it then steve hosted it mm-hmm. if you remember steve yeah steve Weary. yes so he he hosted it initially and then he kind of didn't want to host it anymore so then i i took over and it was like a monthly thing at first and then they moved to the new location and then mm-hmm. that's when i set it up with initially travis rice where we kind of did like a two-person host okay thing and then mike czar went uh, started doing it with me after travis left now i um for people who are listening they are probably mad if i don't ask what the titanic joke was okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> um you don't have to say it if you don't want to but no, um, I, I i'm okay with saying it okay, um, okay. uh you don't like cussing on this show right no go ahead that's a, you're, okay, it's, okay. yeah it's fine yeah yeah, it was pretty much like uh, I would say, like, uh, ladies, uh, I just need some participation here. It's like clap if you hate people who cheat on people. And then, like, most of them would clap. Yeah. And then I'd like then uh, clap if you liked the movie Titanic. And then they would like start to clap and then, like, realize like that part, like the whole plot was. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, yeah, the whole the whole plot to Titanic was Rose cheating on her fiance. And then um, but a lot of people will say, like, yeah, that's because she that's because her fiance tried to kill Jack. And I say, yeah, it's because Jack fucked his girlfriend in a car on a boat. <laughs> like, there's no way to top that unless you were to have sex with somebody in a car in an airplane on a bigger boat. So that, that was the whole joke. Oh man. Now that brings back memories, man. That uh that's fun. I, I, yeah. I do remember when I when I did a I did a show that you were on with um Keith and uh Reese out out where was it? I can't it was at it was some it was a Valentine's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a hall i can't remember and you went first i was the host oh yeah i think i remember that one yeah you went first or i i did some stuff did some jokes and then uh that i was not prepared that's when i learned like hey i should probably uh not use brand <laughs> new jokes on shows like this 
Yeah. Uh, and then you went and because I fucked up so bad, they were just not into it. Uh, and then I went, I remember going back on. I go, well, by the sound of this crowd, you'd be lucky to know that the, <laughs> that the rest of the comedians are white. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I mean, I laughed really hard at myself, yeah. um, but, uh, I do remember that. And that's when I, that's like I said, that's when I realized like, Hey, I gotta like practice these. I can't just pretend that I know what I'm doing. You know, I, I would like to, uh, make you to blame for that. So, but I just don't think they liked the fact, like I was, I don't know. I just it felt like it was a pretty older crowd, not like yeah. super old, but they definitely were not into whatever this 25 year old <laughs> dude was talking about. <laughs> Well, I'll take the blame because I was trying <laughs> uh, material I've never tried before, and I wrote that day. So, <laughs> um, and you, uh, you, and you, you talked about having a full time job. I'm assuming that's something you, you, that's what you went to school for to have the job you have now. Yeah, yeah, I went for it's called wide area networking, which is pretty much just like making sure a company's internet works and like their computers can talk to each other. So right now I'm working in the cybersecurity. Is that which, something? You, is that something you do from home? No, uh, unfortunately, no. I have to. I have to go to the the, the plant, the GM oh, okay. plant. Oh, nice. So, How do you yeah. like it? It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It sounds way bigger than like I actually like what I normally do, <laughs> is because I kind of just we just find out. Oh, hey, this program is not okay to have on computers so that make sure you uninstall it on every computer in the uh, like, okay then that's what we do or it's like hey this is the program we're using to monitor things make sure every computer has it all right <laughs> it's it's pretty simple but it sounds like cybersecurity sounds like i'm like stopping hackers from getting in on a daily basis no just making sure we do or don't have a program on a computer <laughs> making sure the employees don't mess up something yeah a, i would imagine there's a lot bigger risk there than than hackers trying to hack in i mean they there there are people who try to hack in but that's like the people who deal with that are like way above what i'm oh. doing <laughs> oh, okay uh how long have you been at that job uh a couple months like oh it's a new thing one. yeah oh, okay all right uh are you are you a because i know there's there's um contractors are you a contractor or are you part of gm employee yeah contractor oh okay all right because that'd have been pretty sweet too to be yeah. <laughs> i'd imagine what? gm's not interested in the cybersecurity business i mean they i mean they do have like employees that are specifically gm that are in that but it's kind of like this is like a beginning position where they're like okay we can get contractors for this yeah. part and then if we if we like them and they're they're doing the job and then we can we can bring them on board <laughs> Nice. Um, will I want to go back to comedy because I just thought of a question. Um, will you ever tell your kids or show your kids that you did stand up comedy? Uh, probably not. It's not. It'll probably come up at one point in time, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not like going to be actively like keeping it. Listen from to them, me. But I, Listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to be like like back in my day. I used to do stand up comedy. <laughs> You know who's uh, who gets more excited than anybody that I tell them I used to do comedy is adults that yeah. that know me. They're like, really? We can't even <laughs> we can't picture you doing that. Or I mean, it's a mixture. It's always a mixture of oh yeah, I could totally see you doing that. You know, it's 
mm-hmm. but yeah, they love it. my my kids are aware because well, my son because he was older and I used to tell him like, hey, I gotta I'm going to do a comedy show, and mm-hmm. uh, so they're aware of it. But uh, I have one video on YouTube that uh, I used to submit to some festivals and stuff. So I had to put a link on there, and um, I had some <laughs> some football players that I coach found it, uh, <laughs> and I was like terrified that uh they were gonna see me as someone who plays dungeons and dragons like you said at the beginning but <laughs> they're like it was pretty good i liked it i said okay well thank you <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure if you were to look for me on youtube you could find videos that i'm like not happy exist because it was like really early on and just like jokes that i'm like okay i i don't want these to be out there anymore because they're not they weren't good at the time but they were the best thing i had but I don't own any of the videos, so I can't like, <laughs> take them down. <laughs> where, where are they from? Just like random people. Like there was this one show um, at our brother's place downtown. I don't know if you ever did that one. No. Uh-uh. But he the the host would always like record people's sets and put it up there. Oh, okay. And then I think there's just another one of just some random person who was at Suck It Hookah who like recorded it, it put it online. So it's just like uh, th- those exist. I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of them, but they do, they do exist. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there was a show and maybe it was the funny stop. That's what that, it was that, that guy would put everything on TV or mm-hmm. YouTube or whatever, which seems weird to me. Um, that, cause it's basically an open mic. Uh, um, yeah. and that you're just going to put all this stuff on there. I don't know. I, I did. It always just seemed weird to me. Um, so now you're uh, you're just live. I don't want to. I felt so bad. I was to say boring life, but it's not boring. Yeah. I don't know. Why, I don't know why I was to say that. Uh, but no, now it's it's uh, like a regular life, right? It's a, it's yeah. uh, it's uh, it, you're fulfilled with what you're doing, and and you know, but it's a far cry from being 25 year old Anthony. You know, telling yeah, telling j- jokes. You know, Traveling how do you? Up. Travel, yeah, traveling places. How do you feel like when you think about like, man, uh, I used to do all that stuff. How do you feel about it now? I mean, I, I enjoyed it at the time. Uh, definitely now I don't think I would enjoy it as much just because like at, at that point where I was like stopping comedy, that's where I like, okay, I, I can't just keep just doing open mics. Yeah. And I would have had to like start trying to like get workplaces and at least from what other comics said it's not always fun trying to like get into clubs and things like that yeah so i'm pretty happy with where i stopped i enjoyed it but i definitely didn't feel like it was something i could really pursue i I feel the same way too like i'm i'm really glad i did it it was a thing that um when i started i had no idea what to expect uh, I don't know if I was going to be funny and I wasn't at the beginning, um, but uh, I got better and it, and to see, I mean, I just found a bunch of old videos on my, I was cleaning files on my computer, cleaning up files and like from my first ever set at the funny bone in <laughs> Perrysburg, like, Oh my God, I'm talking about my wife being pregnant. And I'm like, man, this is, it was so, it was eight years ago that this was and yeah you know just to like hear those horrible shitty jokes and but it also made me think like man i've come i i I went a long way enough to i got paid a few times and it was it was cool and it was an awesome thing i'm glad i did 
and mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've, like you said, you feel the same way. Like it's, it's a cool part of my life and something I still credit to not only this, but also helping me be a good coach, you know, from, I coach anywhere from, or I have coached anywhere from five and six year olds to 18 year olds, you know, so all that it's, it's helped me some way, you know, be a better speaker, you know, and, and, yeah. and I can use that going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. Like, talking in front of people is not like what it used to be now it's not as big of a deal yeah um but yeah i I enjoyed it i think at at, like towards the end when i knew i wasn't gonna really pursue it i felt like writing jokes like there was no point to it because it's like oh really get this yeah i i kind of got had like a grim (laughs) a grim look (laughs) towards the end where i was like okay why am i gonna spend time writing a joke when it's not like it's not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to do it at an open mic. But my, my favorite part about comedy was always watching someone else, like get good at a joke where like you hear like the first iteration of a joke. And then like two or three months down the line, they say it again. And you're like, this joke is like a hundred times better than when they first started it. Yes. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And when I first started doing it, I was like, why well, I see this person everywhere and they keep doing the same joke, the same joke. And then after, after, like you said, after a few months, you're like, oh, this is why they do the same joke over and over. It's because mm-hmm. it's got so much better. And that was like, I felt good for that person. And I, you know, sometimes I'd be like, dude, I heard this joke uh, two months ago and now it's, you added like three words and it's a thousand times better, you know, but it's always finding those yeah. little things to add. Or yeah. And I, I was, I was very lucky like hosting with Mike because like he was one of my favorite people to watch, like get good at a joke because yeah. he just, he was always very funny, but he like, I always got to watch him specifically tell a joke every week. Yeah. And I got to see him more specific, or more often than anybody else. Um, like get a good, get a joke better. And it was always fun to watch him that's what was cool about his album release is he did some show, some jokes from when I first met him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm so glad these, it made <laughs> me feel like warm and sad. Like, Oh man, I'm so glad these jokes are in there. You know, the, although yeah. there is one joke that I love that he did. And he, he only did it one time that I saw <laughs> that I saw, he might've done it a few more times, but it was, it was something to the effect of why, why are certain things uh, attributed to certain races you know and, and why like why is fried chicken always associated with black people why can't it be other things like like black people love helicopters and then when, <laughs> and then when black people around you around you just go it's getting pretty windy in here if you know what i mean <laughs> i love that joke and i always yeah. whenever i saw like dude can you do that joke tonight and he just he was just like nah i just not he just never did i loved it so much one of my friends who who was in town he lives in california and he saw him do it the same night i did and he he felt the same way like dude that's such a good joke <laughs> i i especially love really dumb jokes yeah. like uh one of my favorite jokes that I think about all the time is from Kyle Kinane. Mm-hmm. And he says, he's like, mayonnaise doesn't go bad. It just becomes miracle whip. And that's the miracle. And it's just <laughs> <laughs> such a stupid joke that doesn't mean anything. But I think about it all the time because of how ridiculously dumb it is. 
<laughs> that's the, yeah that is good <laughs> uh, um one thing i'm going to start doing now and you're going to be the uh, guinea pig for this you're going to be the the pilot program um okay. so normally this podcast went exactly like like it just went you talk about your hobbies you talk about uh just chit chatting sometimes we talk about work uh we probably talked about your job for three minutes you know <laughs> but so i always want I, what i want to do now uh it's something i've been into just recently um so my job at, at the metro parks i'm in charge of pearson metro park at howard marsh and that's my job i run the park on a day-to-day basis something i've been getting into more is staff development uh, i've been working with our staff development manager about trying to do more in that space and I asked her a question about, you know, are we concerned with people being happy at their job? Are we concerned with doing what are people doing what they love? And I listened to this podcast called the learning leader show. Uh, and he, they talked about loving, like not necessarily loving their job, but is there a part of jo- the job that you love? Because that will bring someone back every day. Like I love this mm-hmm. part that's I'm coming back. There's bad days and good days, but I, this part I always love. So that's what I'm gonna start doing at the end because we normally don't talk about people's jobs, but for you and, and you being the first one, what can you tell me uh, about your job that when you wake up you're like, yeah, uh, I'm glad I have this job or I love this part of my job, even if it's something real little, like I like do, using this program or I like talking to this person when there's an issue. Like what mm-hmm. what is something that you love about your job? So I I haven't been able to do it a lot with this one yet. I know it's going to be bigger. But okay. I just like don't know the, I don't know like the stuff we work with enough yet because I'm still kind of You're in training. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when I was working at my previous job, my whole job was like troubleshooting stuff, like uh-huh. making sure, getting stuff to work, which is what I will be doing at this new job once I kind of understand the stuff. But yeah, that was probably my favorite part is like when you run into a problem that like nobody's been able to fix yet. And you're just like, okay, yeah. I'm going to get this issue fixed. And it's going to feel great when I find out what the problem was. And I know sometimes it can get like incredibly frustrating when you're trying to fix something and everything you're doing is just like, this isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't working. Mm-hmm. But when you get those problems done, that's like, yes, I, <laughs> I finally did it. Even though you can't like half the time you can't tell anybody because they just won't. <laughs> They won't understand what it is that you did. And but just, you know. Yeah. And yeah. you come home and you tell your kids about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's probably the thing that I enjoy the most good. is just making a problem work that just took forever, but you actually get it, get it done. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, you were the perfect person asked to be the first one because that's a, <laughs> the perfect answer. Uh, and because it went so well, I'm going to continue to do it. So, so thank you. Uh, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, it was fun talking about old times and, um, I'm sure this isn't the last time we'll talk to each other on a podcast, yeah, um, yeah. but good luck with yours. And I'll make sure to put all the information where they can find, uh, your podcast, at least Facebook page and stuff. I'll put it in the show notes so people can find it. Uh, and and at the very least, my listeners can listen to my episode again. I mean, I put it on my feed, but you can listen to it again. And, and there's five more other episodes. So uh, check out those episodes, especially if you, you know, love horror movies or um, love quizzes that get ruined. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, anyway. there's definitely we run the gamut on, on horror movies. There's pretty much anything from 
the train to Busan to a movie called Basket Case that was about a Siamese twin that was <laughs> removed from his brother. Just okay. we talk about it. And then one of the newer ones that I'm going to be posting is called Killer Sofa, which was one of actually <laughs> Unironically, one of my favorite movies that I've watched no, on really? this podcast so far. Yes, uh, I'm gonna have to watch it now. Yeah, it's great. I highly that, recommend it. That is another thing. Before we before I'm done, that is another thing I like about the beginning where you said where you tell people where they can find the movie because some of these movies, like I never heard of that one, but I know if I went and listened to the podcast, it'll say you can find this movie here, here, and here. You know, I like yeah. that part too. Yeah, that's I want to make sure people can watch the movies before the podcast, and a lot of times you can find it on free sites like Tubi and. Yeah. peacock or the ones i use a lot yeah well thanks again anthony this was awesome um and uh i'm, I'm sure i'll be talking to you man no, thanks for having me thanks everybody for checking out this episode of the nerd ball podcast please rate review and subscribe wherever you're hearing this on any of the podcatchers on youtube hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode we're kind of coming at you two times a week now audio and video Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh, Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we'd be happy to get back to you. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.